my name is Nurul Jindan and welcome back to Inner and Outer Peace, my mental and physical health focused podcast series. Today I'm talking to the lovely Emily. She is an amazing mental health advocate. She is also a TikTok and Instagram influencer. And on these platforms, she shares many journaling tips, prompts, and all kinds of positive content. Anyways, today, Emily and I are going to be talking about journaling and how much it plays a big role on helping improve our mental health, and we're going to dive into her experience with journaling. But before we get started, I just want to point out that you probably are kind of confused of why I've changed my space. And basically, you guys who know me, this is my window seat in my room, and this is the place where I'm usually very vulnerable it's my comfortable space. And I've been trying this new thing where I look at vulnerability as something beautiful because I've always been very ashamed and very afraid to share my vulnerability with other people. But I want to encourage you guys to look at it as something not scary or to be ashamed of it, but embrace it, which is why I've changed it to my window seat. Anyways, we're going to move on with you, Emily. Could you please introduce yourself? Hi, um, I'm Emily. I am from Massachusetts in the United States. I would describe myself as a journaling enthusiast. I have a small stationery shop called In Bloom by Emily, where I sell journals. And I also have a class that helps people get into the habit of daily journaling with a focus on mindfulness and meditation. Um, also, 10% of the proceeds from my shop goes to the Loveland Foundation, which is an organization that provides free therapy to Black women and girls. And other than that, I love to act, hang out with friends, go for walks, and try and live a balanced lifestyle. That's amazing. So let's go dive into some of the questions I really wanted to ask you. So how did you get into journaling? Yeah, so it was probably two and a half years ago. I was in California and that's on the other side of the States. So I was pretty far from home. I didn't know anyone there and I was in a really stressful job. And so one of my friends suggested journaling as a way to deal with any sort of anxiety or stress that I had. So I started doing that in the morning for like five or six minutes, um, and I really found it to be beneficial. Um, So I just continued doing it, and I have been doing it every day for two and a half years. I used to journal when I was um, in middle school and high school and all that, but I was never super consistent with it. I would go a couple of months where I would journal a lot, and then um, I would forget about it and it would kind of fall off. So, um, but I'm glad that I have developed the habit where I'm doing it every day because it's definitely crucial in my morning routine and I've noticed firsthand the benefits of it. I'd also like to share how I got into journaling. So when you said that you were into it in middle school, so when I was in elementary school, I was really into bullet journaling because I used to see videos on YouTube of people bullet journaling and I was more of it of in the creative side of going with the colors and making it look pretty and not into the beneficial side of journaling. So I think that now that I got older, so I was in a very bad mental state and I really wanted to find an escape or something that I could go to whenever I was 
not feeling myself or not feeling my best. And my sister, she knew that I was trying to get into journaling. So she was actually following this influencer on Instagram. Her name is Nicole Zimmerman. She is an amazing human being. I love her so much. She is a breath coach and she is very spiritual. So she started this journaling session. And my sister told me about this journaling session since she knew I was trying to get into journaling. And I was completely intrigued and I really wanted to join. So I just sent her a message, not knowing that she'd answer. Because usually when you see someone with a big influence, influence you wouldn't think that they'd answer but she answered and I was really happy and when I joined it was just a whole different game I loved it so much and I think that's one of the reasons why I got into journaling other than that I really love it and I'm so happy that I got into it because it has changed my life so much and just like you said it's become a habit and I've become more consistent and I'm really proud of myself I'm happy that I've become consistent with it and I also want to ask the next question so the next question is has journaling made an impact in your life and if so how yeah I would say that journaling has helped me compartmentalize any sort of fear or anxiety that I have I can just let it out through stream of consciousness writing sort of like a brain dump when whatever is on my mind I can leave out on the page and walk away from it. And it has also helped me find solutions to those problems too, because I think so often it's easy to distract yourself with work, friends, social media, that you don't take the time to really ask yourself how you're feeling in ways that you can improve upon a situation. And just taking those 10 minutes each morning has led me to be more creative and also confront things that maybe I don't want to think about and in turn has made me more productive. I think a better friend, uh, you know, I think like I has improved a lot of things in my life. And, um, there are also studies to back that up too, that journaling improves communication. Um, it improves your memory, productivity, and decreases any sort of negative feelings that you may be experiencing. So I think all of those apply to me and my journey. Yeah, I completely agree. And I'd also like to add that uh, I feel like journaling has also improved my mental health so much. And I feel like because I'm an overthinker, usually whenever, when you were talking about it makes you a better friend and improves your communication, I really wanted to talk about that because usually when I'm talking to someone, I really want to give them their time and listen to them really well. But because I overthink so much, I feel like these intrusive thoughts take over me and I can't give the person the time to listen. And that really annoys me and it makes me feel so guilty. So when you get the chance to write all these annoying thoughts down and just get it out in a piece of paper, it It just makes me feel so much better. And then again, when I was in a very bad mental state, I feel like one of the reasons I was that way was because no one would understand. People my age wouldn't understand what I was feeling. And that just made me feel so alone because there wouldn't be anyone who would relate to me. And I feel like when you are journaling and just writing all these feelings down in a piece of paper that you would read, I feel like I've made this connection with myself that I would understand myself. And I feel like that's something that I really appreciate. And I'm grateful that I've 
found this self-love and connection through journaling because that's amazing. And I'm really happy that I've found that. So I completely agree with what you just said. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it is a good exercise in getting to know yourself and what's going on in your brain. Um, Because like I said, it's so easy to ignore or just distract yourself from. It is. It's very easy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So the next question is, how has your journaling journey evolved? Hmm, that's a good question. I think it's evolved from when I was younger, where I would just write about my day and say like, oh, I did this at school today. And it was just more so documenting my life. But as I've gotten older, it's more of a place where I can vent any sort of emotions that I have. And that I think is much more fulfilling because you get to the juicy bits where you're talking about what's annoying you or what's getting you excited, what you want. And that feels better to let out than just saying, I went on a walk today. I went to school, you know, it's more, um, connecting to your inner wants and feelings. Yeah, I agree. And personally, when I started journaling, I was completely clueless. I I thought that I had to write these insane paragraphs as if I was writing my, like, like usually when you see people journaling, they'd write whole paragraphs of what they feel. And I feel like that standard was so high. And I felt like I had to write the way they were writing, like a bunch of feelings. And everyone has their own way of journaling. Some people might find that very comforting, but personally writing so much doesn't really help me. It just overwhelms me. So I think how it evolved would be that I've become more into picking up journaling prompts and making a goal when I start journaling than just writing down my feelings. I would make a goal write some prompts down. For example, I'd write three things I'm grateful for and more. I actually have a video that I posted of tips when journaling, some prompts you can use. And that really helped me. And I feel like whenever I'd write these prompts, I'd become more connected to myself, just like you said. So I Mm -hmm. agree with what you said. Yeah, that's actually funny you mentioned that. In the past couple of weeks, I've been writing down five things that I'm grateful for at the end of my journal um, entry that day. And it's definitely helped me and made me, I think, more positive. So that's something that I'm incorporating now. And yeah, I think it's all about the journey. You take inspiration from other people, teachers, creators, whoever it is, and incorporate it and test it out for yourself. Be your own guinea pig. See what works for you and what doesn't. And the great thing about journaling is, like you mentioned, you're not writing for anyone else. You're not writing to make these beautiful, long paragraphs that could be published. It's just for you. And it's just a place to let everything go and not be such a perfectionist with any spelling mistakes, what you're writing. It's just, um, like I said, for you. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because I remember like whenever someone asks you a question, like what's one thing you're, you're grateful for? I feel like if I go back to a year ago, I'm maybe got asked that question once or twice a year and thinking that I ask myself this question every day now is crazy because I forgot that I have so much things to be grateful for and every day is is 
something to be grateful for. So it's kind of crazy how much journaling has made me appreciate more things. Because I remember that I wouldn't even ask myself these important questions that would make me reflect on my day. And now asking myself these questions, I'm so, I'm so happy that I've become more reflective, I'd say. Yeah. And I think as soon as you start looking for things that you're grateful for, it expands and you notice more things that are good in your life. And the same is true if you just focus on the negative. So starting off by writing each morning when you're journaling what you're grateful for throughout the day, you might notice things that make you smile more and that in turn improves your mood and makes you a more happy, exciting person to be around too. So it all connects. (laughs) So I want to move on to something else. So I checked out your website and I saw that you have a shop where you sell journals that you talked about and you can check out Emily's website. I will link that in the description, but not only does she sell journals, but she also includes free meditation and journaling prompts. She also has a program, which you can also check in her website, but I'm so intrigued. Can you please tell me more about that? Yeah. So my class is a 25 day program where you write every single day and it starts out with writing for five minutes. And then by the end of the program, you'll be writing 10 minutes each day and it gets you into the habit of daily journaling. Um, and I'll kind of guide you through the process where every other day you'll be given a writing prompt that you have to answer. And then on the days where you don't have a prompt, you write stream of consciousness, which means basically whatever you think you write down. Um, and we have weekly classes where we meditate, talk about journaling benefits, do journaling exercise. I'll, um, talk about different people throughout history who were avid journalers And it's overall a great community where people can get together and have that accountability and support with starting this journaling habit. And I'm not going to read your journaling entries. Like I said, it's just for you. Um, And yeah, you can share whatever you feel comfortable within the class. We do do some check-ins and debriefs. But like I said, it's just a really supportive environment. Um, And that is done online. I also do it through a place in my town in Massachusetts. But if you guys are interested, I would be happy to give you a promo code for 20% off the program. Um, You can do use the code inner 20 and I would love to have you there. Uh, That's amazing. I feel like, as I talked before, that whenever you journal with a bunch of people, I never realized how how good it feels to talk to other people about your emotions. And especially Mm -hmm. when I talked about how other people my age, I wouldn't relate to them with what I was feeling. They wouldn't understand me. So I feel like when you talk to a group of people that might not be in the same age group as you, but might feel similar things, you feel more calm and not like you're crazy, if that makes sense. No, it's definitely an isolating feeling to just have all those emotions bottled up within you and feel like you can't relate to anyone. But the reality is at one point or another, many, almost every person has felt that way. So it's good to confide in other people. I recommend doing journaling, journaling in groups, meditation in groups, because I feel like especially meditation, whenever you meditate with a bunch of people, it can be a little bit uncomfortable 
because mm. you're with a lot of people and you're very not only are you vulnerable but you're also in the state of mind where you're usually alone so that's kind of uncomfortable when there's a bunch of people around you but I recommend it because as much as it's uncomfortable you can find the joy to enjoy it and I feel like that's the challenge in it that's when you're in your deep peace which I really like. So I think that I usually like taking challenges. So if you're someone like that or someone that wants to just do something new, I definitely recommend going into group journaling, group meditation, whatever of that sort, whatever you like. <laughs> definitely. No, I agree. It's nice to feed off other people's energies and um, connect with other people, especially after the year and a half we've had. Yeah, I completely agree especially with COVID. A lot of people are having mixed feelings, don't know how to adjust. But now that we're getting back, I feel like we've gained some, we've become more sane. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think just in the year and a half, people have turned inwards more um, to journal, meditate, do yoga, you know, those sorts of yeah, habits. I feel like people have prioritized their mental health more, which I think is very amazing and incredible. Yeah. So usually when I end off my podcasts, I have this little segment called questions from the viewers. So I asked a bunch of my viewers because we're all listeners. We're all learning together. And I really want to include them in my conversations with you. So one of the most questions that was asked was how to start journaling as a beginner. And I hope you could answer that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I would say start out by doing just five minutes at the same time each morning or night, if you preferred that, just keep it consistent and in the same spot. Um, so it could be your bedroom, it could be your desk, wherever works best for you. Just make sure it's pretty distraction free and quiet. And I would set a timer for five minutes and then you could answer journaling prompts or do the stream of consciousness writing, but don't stop writing until <clears throat> the timer goes off. And then once you feel comfortable with that, say two weeks, just add a minute and then do that for a week or two and then add a minute. And then you could go up to however long your schedule allows for. I personally do 11 minutes in the morning. Sometimes I go over if I'm in the groove, but um, I would say, you know, you want to do at least seven minutes, just because the first couple of minutes is just like, what do I write? What do I write? <laughs> and then you find like your flow state after a minute or two. Um, but yeah, I think it's just building that muscle each morning until it becomes so ingrained in you as brushing your teeth. Yeah. And I think that, as I said before, when I started journaling, I was completely clueless. Just mm -hmm. like you said, I was like, what do I write? I, it was, kind of overwhelming more than calming which I was confused <laughs> me but I feel like something that really helped me was going into journaling prompts like you said and I'd also want to recommend a very good journaling prompt that I usually do it's a method that I call three to three so basically what I do this is my everyday daily journaling routine so I'd write three things that I'm grateful for and then the next one I'd write three things that I'm looking forward to do today and the last one was three affirmations, because I feel like it's important to show yourself some love. And another method I use that I've been actually trying to do more, and I've been loving it, is I always write three things that I'm grateful for. And then I write three habits that I'd like to release. I feel like it's important to talk about that, to be aware of the things that you want to release, 
from mm-hmm. whether it's negative or positive anything and then i write some things that i'm looking forward to as well but one thing that i've changed was the release because i think that i never got into the negative side of what i was thinking so i think that really helped me so that's something that i'd recommend and i'd also recommend putting on music whenever i put on music you can search on youtube any journaling calming meditational music and it's very calming and it just gets you in the mood maybe light a candle whatever you want yeah. but that yeah. really helps me usually when i journal it gets me in the mood find a comfortable space get in mm-hmm. do it it's really nice so yeah, yeah i couldn't agree more that's all good advice and if i could add just don't get distur- discouraged if you miss a day um, that's totally fine. You can just start up the next day and soon enough, you'll find your rhythm again, but don't get down on yourself if, um, it doesn't seem easy at first because that's real and we're all human, but let go of that perfectionism. Yeah. And if you ever get, if you ever get like dismotivated or unmotivated to journal, what I do is I usually look at other people journaling. It's very motivational. Mm-hmm. I look up yeah. on TikTok or on Instagram or on YouTube. I usually look at other people journaling and it just gives me this rush. I need to journal right now. I just want to be yeah. as aesthetic as they are. So that's what <laughs> you could do if you Definitely. are unmotivated. It's really nice to do that. Other than that, thank you so much, Emily, for being here. I am so happy that I got the chance to talk to you. I appreciate you taking some of your time to join us. And by the way, anyone who wants to check out any of Emily's socials, I will make sure to have that all in the description. Thank you so much. This was so fun and such an honor and a pleasure to be here. So again, thank you for having me. This is great. Thank you.